Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Figuring It Out. We are so glad that you guys have joined us, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening to us on your phone, in your headphones, in your pocket, wherever you might be listening. Wherever. In your car. Yeah, <laughs> wherever. Technology is great, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. But hey, we are so glad you guys are here. We are so glad you guys have been tracking along, keeping up. If this is your first time, welcome. And we hope you enjoy our podcast. I don't know. I've never. <laughs> it's different when you welcome people, first timers, into a podcast. It's yeah. like, you have I don't know plenty do. of you have plenty of content to binge. Seventeen episodes, in fact. Exactly. It's like it's like your favorite TV show that just like keeps coming out every week, right? Exactly. <laughs> Which I don't know. I personally, with like the rise of Netflix and stuff and all that, I personally. I don't like watching TV shows on TV because my impulsive nature and my, like, <laughs> it doesn't want to wait. Yeah, <laughs> you want to binge like, it. I want to binge the show. I want Absolutely. to just, I just want to watch it and just keep going. I don't want to stop. Yeah, like, I'll wait for it. Like, I'll not watch it yeah. and then I'll go back in, like, just so I can binge it. Yeah, exactly. That's great. And then, like, what is it? People on YouTube will post, they'll post summaries of, like, the previous season. So it's like you didn't uh, miss anything. Wow. So, yeah. I didn't know that. Because like I'll I'll wait till like it the the next season of one that's broadcasted on TV comes out on Netflix. I think a week or two before it comes out, that the new season comes out on TV programming. Okay. So that's what I mean. Like I'll wait and I'll catch up there. What what I'll show like, are you watching most right now? I'm not really watching any shows because I'm at school, okay. and I just get I just get so busy. But the show I watched before I left was Suits. Really Suits. good show. Highly hmm. recommend it. Um, it's on Amazon Prime Video. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. But super good. And then, like, I, I just watch a lot of sports stuff. So I watch sports yeah. highlights. I watched a couple of sports documentaries. So that was really cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Jordan documentary, of course. Oh, classic. You can't go wrong with that. <laughs> and Undisputed, greatest basketball player. iCarly just came onto Netflix. I don't know. Were you ever an iCarly guy? I was. I was. Yeah, that was... It, wow, it, they, phenomenal they came on Netflix. Yeah, <laughs> phenomenal. Until, until phenomenal. Uh, Paramount Plus or whatever takes over, I think oh, it's on. Sorry. It's on Netflix for now. There's so many streaming networks, honestly. I, I saw a post that said people should just compile all the streaming networks into one and pay one monthly price. <laughs> and I'm like, it's just cable, cable, cable. Yeah, it's, it's so it's dumb. New cable. <laughs> it, there's, it's it's just gonna become too crazy and then yeah you're paying for so many different streaming networks it doesn't make sense mm -hmm. yeah i mean who knows what's gonna happen but who knows but hey yeah. what did you, you uh what what'd you do for valentine's day for valentine's day nothing <laughs> nothing yeah i <laughs> didn't do anything either it was just yeah. kind of just chilling just low-key yeah, yeah. i've, didn't I've eat never a been of a candy no, no, no. But... i've never been a big valentine's day guy have you never no why not no, I, I'm, I don't know. I've had no reason to celebrate Valentine's <laughs> just like, Okay. It's cool. like, it's, it's weird. It's like one of those holidays that's just like, not like a big deal. Like when I yeah. was younger, it was because it's like right before my birthday. Okay. So I would get very excited just because my birthday was coming up. But that's like uh, the only reason. So and you had like, like, yeah, it was kind of like a milestone marker. Like, hey, your birthday's almost here, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I got and it's like you have like the party at school and I don't know. Did you have like holiday parties at school? Oh, yeah. I had the best food. Like was... and people's like the kids in my class, like their moms would always go like they would go 
off with the Valentine's Day food. Oh yeah, they felt like it was their their duty to bake the best <laughs> stuff. And I was I was like, okay, cool. I'll take it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I was like, that's great. Thank you. <laughs> I man, those parties were the best. I'm, they I'm were. Honestly, those are underrated. Ah, uh, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> Just reflecting the glory days. Yeah, the glory days, right? <laughs> oh yeah. But hey, we're talking today about an interesting topic that kind of has, and we 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 planned it strategically, kind of kind of on purpose, kind of not. Um, we're talking <laughs> no, about we didn't. <laughs> we, we didn't. We, other, in other we words, planned it, we, and then we're like, we "Oh look, Valentine's Day is coming up." <laughs> it's just wow, it's that. just the way it worked. It was perfect timing, and I thought about it today, and I was just like, oh, "This is, this corresponds perfectly with the season the we're world. in." Yeah, it's, it's God's plan. <laughs> yeah but we're talking kind of about a topic today that i think it's definitely something it wasn't it's not like a topic that i would say like oh it's close to home but it's something i definitely have have wrestled with over the year and it's kind of goes along with the stigma with the church and i just i kind of wrote like something down thinking about what we're going to talk about saying like is being single a sign of failure Hmm. or is it a deficiency a something bad something that we should not uh strive for or something like that but i think that's such a prevalent ideology especially in the church and for uh, for those of you who've grown up in church uh, i like growing up in church i felt like there was a lot of pressure when you get into like especially when i got into college people started asking me a whole lot more like hey are you still single do you have a girlfriend and uh, I mean, it was like my grandparents, like, they weren't like, yeah. yeah, it was like Thanksgiving. It's just kind of making the rounds. Like I just, I could literally answer all the questions ahead of time and just be like, no, 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 yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's for some reason in Christian culture, like there's this pressure and you, especially at school and especially like in, in college, like at a Christian school, we had this thing called ring by spring. And so it's like the spring before you graduate, you're supposed to not supposed to, but you like this pressure to like get married and, you know, live happily ever after. So Mm -hmm. is it the same way at your school? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's like a lot of people I know, and this isn't necessarily a bad thing, but a lot of people I know, they'll like meet somebody like junior, junior ish year. They'll propose in December and then get married like the day after graduation. Yeah. And it's, I step back. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, and it's like, you almost rush into it because that's the norm and that's what everyone's kind of like pushing on you. And then you may rush into something that's, you know, not good yeah. or something you're not that's, ready for. Yeah. Something that's not healthy. Maybe you're, like you said, you're not emotionally, even spiritually ready to be in that kind of like intimate, close romantic relationship with somebody else. Right. Yeah. And I think that in that sense, it's a kind of a disservice, right? There's so much it's, it's positive peer pressure in a way, but it has negative repercussions. So it's like, I mean, the people who like pressure you are not pressuring you out of like ill will or malice. They're not trying to like, to purposely do like to purposely hurt you, but inadvertently we kind of get sucked into that mentality and 
we tend to think less of ourselves because we look around and especially here at school, kind of like what you said. I mean, I go to a, like a smaller Christian school, Christian college, and that's kind of the mentality. If you don't have like that, that special someone, you almost feel like you, you ask yourself that question. Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. Is, is there something I'm missing? Exactly. Right. You're, you're thinking you're focused more on what you're missing instead of like what you have. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you take your focus off of God and you put it on to um, finding a spouse. And I've done that. And that's been something that's been a struggle for me because I've grown yeah. up in that, like the, that culture. And so, and I'm focused on, oh, I need to find a spouse. I'm comparing myself to friends or whatever who are married. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what am I doing yeah, com- wrong? Comparison is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Comparison is just. I, I, sorry, I think it glitched out there for a second. But uh, yeah, comparison so. is just—it's such a—it's such a deadly thing, right? Mm-hmm. It makes you—you've gotten nowhere by comparing yourself to people, right? And you could say, "Oh, like I've—I've I've used the tool of comparison to like motivate myself to go forward and things like that." But in, in this context, what we're talking about, comparison only makes you feel more isolated more lonely, more distressed. It only causes more angst and anxiety. And truthfully, God never intended for that, right? Like God didn't, I think there's this idea and it's the, the beautiful passage in Genesis where it says, um, where God says it is good for man not to be alone. And so Mm -hmm. he made Eve for Adam. And we kind of look at that and say, well, where's my Eve? Right. Like, well, where's like, my, I'm not supposed to, I'm not, I'm supposed, not supposed to be alone. To be alone so why am I alone? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I think we kind of, I think that's a misinterpretation of the passage because I think there's a deeper meaning when God says it's good for man not to be alone. Um, at that point he had it like it, the Holy spirit didn't indwell Adam and Eve at that point, right? Like God walked with Adam and Eve in the garden. Yeah. And that was a different time. And God, God uh, walked with them closely, but then when they sinned and left the garden, they didn't walk face to face with God anymore, right? But now that because Jesus died, Jesus resurrected, and now that he sits at the right hand of the Father, now we have the Holy Spirit that's indwelling us, right? Mm-hmm. And because of that, God, that, that promise that God said that it is good for man not to be alone, I believe that promise applies to the Holy Spirit because if you have said yes to Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, he promised he would never leave you or forsake you. Though he's not there physically, he promised he wouldn't forsake you. So you have to think that that's the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, mm-hmm. Because I have like thought that like, it's like, I don't, I'm not supposed to be alone. You say you're not supposed to be alone. And then you make, like I said, finding that person like an idol almost. And then you miss out on what God has for you and what the Holy Spirit has for you when you're chasing something else. I had a professor once say, you're supposed to like be going on God's path and just keep following that. And along the way, he might bring someone along to join you on that path. But don't go like wandering off God's path to find someone. Because when we do that, we don't trust God and trust his timing. We're like banking on ourselves. And so we go off that path and to find someone and then like you have to get back onto God's path. And that's not yeah. what he has for us. 
Yeah, it's kind of but- like it's kind of like what you were saying with like what we were saying a couple weeks ago with or a few weeks ago with uh with God's will, right? Like God's will is not a specific person. It's not a specific vocation because then there's an end to that, right? That like that that's a temporal yeah. thing, that's an end. Um even Yeah, cuz they're not going to satisfy. Yeah, yeah, they're not. A spouse isn't going to satisfy ma- everything you need. Mm-hmm. And even marriage relationships, even the successful ones, they're going to end. Why? Because death is a reality, right? So, and when we put all of our metaphorical eggs into that basket, we get left severely hurt and severely broken, right? Instead of, I I love the analogy like that professor used, right? It's kind of like you're running a race and Mm -hmm. the prize is Christ. And if somebody, if, if God brings somebody along to help you run that race better, great. But if not, it's not like you're deficient or or you're less than in god's eyes right exactly so how do you have you kind of experienced go ahead oh sorry all right so how do you know (laughs) what god's will is like if he has a spouse or not because like i'm sure a lot of people have that question like how how do you know Hmm. yeah that's that's a great question uh really for me it comes down to knowing being emotionally healthy and emotionally open and honest to yourself. And that's not something a lot of people, well, people don't mind hearing it, I think, but people, it's one thing to hear it. It's one, it's another thing to do it. Right. It's one thing to really know yourself. And I think that that can only come by authentically communicating with, with God through the Holy spirit. Right. Like mm-hmm. you, you pray and, and you ask the Lord, Lord, show me who I am in you. Show me my strengths, show me my weaknesses, show me my passions, show me my desires. And, and God will reveal those to you. Like he's not going to just all of a sudden one day just open his mouth and you're going to know everything, right? He's yeah. going to slowly but surely. It's a process. It's a, it's a growth process. And in that growth process, I believe God will reveal like, hey, like I have someone for you. There, There is someone out there that can help you, but that person is not the goal right? Yeah. It's not the prize. The prize is, is Christ. The prize is being in the physical glory and the physical presence of God almighty. The prize isn't the relationship, right? Yeah. So I, like I, I think, said that. Oh, sorry. yeah, go Keep ahead. Going. I was, I was oh. going to say, I was going to say it's for me, it's, I, I always go back to first Corinthians seven and first Corinthians is like, it's a jam packed book. It's got covers like everything you could possibly think of as far as doctrine, practical living, things like that. But Paul talks about marriage in that. And he actually says at one point, I think it was better. He says, this is loose paraphrase. So I'm not misquoting scripture, but this is just a loose (laughs) paraphrase. Paul says, basically, in my opinion, it's better one to remain unmarried, to remain Hmm. single so that he could, he or she could devote themselves whole, Holy to the work of the ministry and to the Lord. But he said, if you have, if, if you have that holy desire, if, if like the Holy spirit has brought a person into your life, he says, it's not a sin to marry them. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. If you're single, it's not wrong. If you're married, right? Either way, it's not a sin. I think that that has given me so much peace and clarity and saying, Hey, even around like a time like this, Valentine's day, where, it just kind of gets like 
you, where loneliness feels more prevalent than ever before. Yeah. I think that's a promise that is so helpful and it helps. It's so comforting and reassuring, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I like, I like what you said, helper, because I think that's like someone who helps and like pulls you like closer to Jesus. And that's kind of what you're looking for. Um, but also going back, like singleness, you're right. Singleness is not a bad thing. God calls people mm-hmm. to singleness. And uh, yeah. so one time in school, because we would have chapel every single day. So yeah. at one of the chapels, it was about singleness. And so mm-hmm. the guy said, you know, God may call some of you to singleness. And so me, me and my row of like friends are all freaking out. We're like sweating bullets. Like, oh no, what if God's <laughs> going to call me singleness? And then he's like, but you will, if you have a desire to marry someone, then it probably means like, then yes, like you said, like yeah. you should marry someone. And then I was like, Phew, like, oh, that was close. <laughs> What's up? But that can also like, but he also said something where is like, when you say, God, you're all I need, which is true. Like when you come to the realization that God is all you need to satisfy you, like then you will be like ready for marriage. But also at that same time, I was like with one eye open, I was like, it's like, I'm ready. And like looking around, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? It's like, I'm ready, like saying it, but you're not like fully like focused on God still. You're you're still kind of like looking, looking around and, not trusting his timing. And I think that's for me in this season, it's been like, just like waiting and like realizing what God is doing Mm. in my, in in my Mm. life during this like season of like singleness and seeing how far he's taken me um, to be like the man that I need to be in order to get to a spot where I'm ready to be married, you know? Um, Because I don't think there'll ever be a time where, we're fully ready for marriage. I don't think anyone's ever fully ready for marriage. No, nope. but I think God nope. is like preparing us and building us into uh, a godly man or godly woman and to yeah. be, to be that spouse. Yeah. Hey, you're exactly right. And the more, the, what I go back to is I just have to renew my mind with the truth because my mind can be a very discouraging place and the enemy knows that and the enemy often uses that to just discourage me but mm-hmm. ultimately i go back to the, the truth that god is god like god is he knows what he's doing right yeah and the beautiful thing about this and for those of you listening like god has not abandoned god has not abandoned me god has not abandoned you right like god said very jesus said very clearly I will never leave you or forsake you. He said like, Hey, even in the darkest of valleys, I will walk with you through them. And that is one of the most comforting promises, right? That, Hey, we can get to that point of what, what you said, satisfaction, right? Of rest. And we can know that even though the circumstances around us tell us, Hey, yeah, you're alone. <laughs> yeah, you still got a little single thing on your Facebook. Uh, yeah, truthfully, you're never alone, right? Because the the real relationship that matters and that is gonna satisfy that person said he would never leave you or forsake you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, 
for me, that is a daily, like when, when Jesus says, take up your cross daily and follow me, that's like, that is a daily thing for me to take up that cross and to say, Hey, I'm going to put to death my, my feelings of insignificance, my feelings of loneliness, my feelings of doubt in my, either my call or just who I am in the image of Christ. And to say, you know what? Like God said, he, he's going to walk with me through this. God said he's here right now Absolutely. in this room. With me. And that is what I need to renew my mind with the truth down. Right. Yeah. And it's like you said earlier, it's that like perfect relationship that will never end mm-hmm. when you have that relationship with Jesus. Because like, like we were saying, like if you have that, like if you're seeking that relationship so much and that's going to feel you like, I think a lot of people think that marriage is going to fix a lot of the problems they have. And I've had, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've had those thoughts too. And so, like, uh-huh. that's, that's not the case. Like there's yeah. more stuff that you need to work on with God and, um and so it does like like you're saying like it doesn't satisfy you but so so how i was gonna ask how have you dealt with singleness yeah oh i i I mean you deal with it all the time um (laughs) it's like i said it's like it's that ongoing thing and especially it pops up at like the temptation to succumb to the loneliness and say like oh like woe is me uh i'm single it sucks Uh, I, I honestly just have to step back and get out of my get out of my head. Truthfully, that's really yeah. the thing. And renew my mind with the truth, kind of like what I told you. Um, bring my mind back and centered in who God is in the character of God. And and for me, that has like that. And it sounds it sounds even trite to say like work on your relationship with God before you're ready for a spouse, right? It sounds trite to say that. Yeah. Um, but there's something, there is something, there's, there's truth to that statement, right? Like that's the relationship that matters. And that's the relationship that truly satisfies. So how I deal with it, with this idea of singleness is um, not, not so much continuing to date around, but continuing to be secure in my identity of who, whose I am and who I am in Christ and prioritizing that more than anything else. And that's like, I mean, like I said, that's still, you still, <laughs> you still fight that and you still fight to get yeah. to that place. Right. Uh huh. How, how have you dealt with it? Well, yeah, in a similar, similar way. I mean, it hasn't been easy, you know, mm-hmm. but I'm able to go back and look at like relationships or relationships that I wanted to have happen and it mm-hmm. didn't work out and able to see like, why, like see different things like, oh, I see why, you know, God I've been able to see God's plan like literally in action yeah, and see like what he's been doing. Like I've grown a lot closer to God in the past year. And if I think like, Oh, if I had a relationship, I might've been more focused like, or more like set to have making, making a girl number one in my life and not God. And so God has been able to work in my life in many different ways to where I'm able to reach out and meet more people and, you know, really grow in that relationship with him first and kind of like yeah. preparing my heart, you know? <laughs> it, it froze. Oh. Sorry. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, did you cut out? <laughs> it, yeah. It keeps, it keeps glitching, but um, okay. yeah, that, and that I think is, that's the heart of the matter, right? That's get it. Like, you said, 
you said you, and I think that's a great exercise to do it, it, it just to sit back and to look back at all the places in the past where God has shown up, right? Where if you, where you really wanted something, like maybe you really wanted a relationship with that person, but then you look back and you say, like, Hey, we just, we were not like, we were not compatible. God, thank you yeah. so much for, for sparing me that, that heartache. Right. And mm-hmm. it's not the fact that they're a bad person or anybody's demonizing the other party. It's not that it's the fact that, Hey, like we just weren't compatible. And I think that's yeah. so reassuring and sh- so helpful to look back and see that. Right. Mm-hmm. I think you froze again. Yeah. What did she say? <laughs> Man, we are. Uh, I, I was talking about like looking back and appreciating oh, yeah. all the times God has shown up. Right. Mm-hmm. And that like that, that gives you confidence that, Hey, like God is with you. God is for you and not against you. And I think that's like what you renew your mind with. Right. Not so much, exactly. not so much the fact that like, Oh, like I'm focusing on my relationship with God, but the fact that, Hey, God is like literally the creator of the universe is right here with me in this room right now. And he's walking mm-hmm. with me through this. Yeah, it definitely gives you, like like you said, that confidence and that trust to be able to look back and say, like, oh, like, God is real. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> look at what yeah. he's done. Look at how he's moved and how he's, mm-hmm. like, guiding me in ways that you don't mm-hmm. see. It might, like, suck in the moment. Mm-hmm. But then, like, and it, it might be tough to see in seasons of, like, loneliness or whatever. And you're like, I don't know why I'm single right now. But when we can look back maybe years later, you can have that hope that you know that God's doing something bigger and bigger in you right now than if exactly. you were in a relationship right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's funny. My mom is, uh, she's a marriage and family therapist. She's a Christian mm-hmm. counselor. So <laughs> we should have had her on. <laughs> no, no. We need to bring I, some guests on. Too. I mean, I've heard like, and that, that gets to the point, like I've heard, I love my mom and I listen to my mom a lot. And she's one of like the closest people to me. Uh, <laughs> but I've heard a lot of this stuff before, but it really hasn't set in until like, I, like you know it in your head. Like, okay, yeah, I heard it. Great. Cool. Like she asked me about it. Like, oh, okay. I can give her an answer, but it really hasn't gotten into my, gotten down to my heart. It's gotten in my head, but yeah. it hasn't gotten down to my heart until I would say, I would say this past year, okay. I would say, honestly, like probably like right before quarantine last year, it kind of sunk in and yeah. it was cause I read this book. Um, it was, it was by John Piper, regardless of what you think of it, him, it was, it was a good book. Like it was just, it, it was urging you like to just live your life for the purpose of the kingdom. Right. That was the overarching. It wasn't like any theology or anything like that, but it was like living your life for what counts. And that is where, reading that book is where like the Holy spirit broke in and really just started to just transform my mind in the way I was in the way I thought about this. Right. Mm-hmm. And that honestly, like the past year, like there've been ups and downs, of course, um, <laughs> relationships too. But um, it's honestly, it's been, I would say like uh, the, the one word I would use to describe it is contentment, right? Mm, contentment. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, yeah, it's tough to find Go contentment, ahead. like being single. And I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was Paul 
who said like being content in every situation like he's yeah, trying to point. learn to be that's paul that philippians yeah philippians okay. ooh, three or four yeah yeah so that's been a verse that's been in my heart like to be content like mm-hmm. with the situation like thinking like oh i can do kind of like whatever i want not saying that uh, a, a spouse holds you holds you back but like you can do like yeah. whatever you want and uh and yeah just being content in what god's doing or whatever yeah content in who god is and where god has you at this moment right now mm-hmm. and that's like <laughs> i mean that puts a perfect bow on everything that we've said <laughs> like that's kind of the summation of it all right it's like, yeah. hey, God wants us to have this contentment, but that contentment can only that contentment can only come through Him. Exactly. And I I think that's that's where we want to leave you guys with, and and we just want to thank you guys so much again for being here, joining in with us. Um, if you guys have any questions or maybe anything that we can pray with you about, pray for you about, uh, let us know. We'd love to connect with you on on all the Bay Hope socials: Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Uh, we'd love to connect with you. We'd love to hear uh, just how you are going through life, how you are doing life, how you are trying to figure things out. But hey, like I said, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you guys next week. See you guys.